the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday. I'm sure you are busy. I'm so happy that you took the time out of your schedule to take us along with you. I am not your host, John Anthony. He is off at an appearance and he is so kind that he reached out to me and asked me, Stephanie Trussell, would I come in and fill in for him? Of course, anytime I have an opportunity to talk to the smartest listening audience in Chicagoland, in the United States, I'm going to say yes if I'm available. And today is the special day. Uh, I cannot tell you how excited I am. I guess you'll hear it over the next couple of hours. We're here till three o'clock. For the first time in way too long, I get to co-host the show with Laura Kelly. Welcome to Laura Kelly. The other female voice you will hear is Laura's. Welcome, Laura. Thank you, Stephanie. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. It's great to sit in for the Black and Right, the great show. Uh, and wonderful that you asked me to join you. Well, on the way up, we decided that I'll be black and she'll be right. So we, we got to cover today. So no, no, need pepper. To, no, no need to worry about it. Well, my first, every time I have a chance to be on the radio, if I can, I love to reach out to David Smith of Illinois Family Institute because when you need to know what's going on in Illinois, when you need to know what's concerning your family, especially at a time, listen to the intro of the show, just talking about information. And now we know that we're being silenced. I don't know how anybody could debate that. So it is so important that we start the show off on the right foot with David Smith. Welcome to Black and Right. Hi, David. Stephanie, how are you guys? Uh, Stephanie, I don't think you can take the right out of you. I mean, that'd be like uh, splitting you down the middle. <laughs> that would be very tough. But, you know, so we, we just figured one of us had to be one of the titles. And so, you know, I get to be both and she gets to be one. But, uh, it, but you know, luckily we take everybody of every shade, every color. We don't care. We're just happy to have people, like-minded people. Even, even those colorless people, right? Yeah, right. Well, I, you know, I would debate. You guys still have color. I don't know why they say you guys are colorless. We're pink. You, we're you pink. have some color, That's right? You're Color is just pink or peach or whatever, but yeah. So I, we need some good news, David. I, I, we want you to tell us the truth, but hopefully in your uh, your segment here, you get to tell us the truth, but also something to encourage us because we sure. feel we're feeling very discouraged. It's like when you live under a regime of J.B. Pritzker, it almost feels like there's no hope. What what are we going to do? And and we don't want to <laughs> encourage people to leave. We want people to stay and fight. So tell us some good yes. news. All right. Well, first of all, the good news is. Uh, the Texas uh, heartbeat yes. abortion ban is standing strong, and uh, the abortion cheerleaders across the uh, United States are pulling their ever-loving hair out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. foaming at the mouth. Screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and here in Illinois, they're trying to, they're going to go ahead and try to target our parental notice of abortion law. And uh, the veto session is going to be in late October, 
And so I, I want to encourage your listeners to first and foremost call their state lawmaker, their state senator, and their state representative and tell them that parental notice of abortion is a no-brainer. It must be kept. That's the minimum restriction in Illinois that must be kept. So, David, so they want children that you can't send your child to school without a note if they want to take an aspirin or or some kind of antibody or some whatever medication. You have to have that permission just for this kid to take it. But they want your child to be able to go into a clinic and kill your grandchild without your permission, without your knowledge. This, th- without this, your knowledge, this, exactly. They this don't even is want such to tell a, you. Like you said, no-brainer. Exactly. Who wants to give kids, and the kid comes home and has whatever issues after, they won't be even aware that their child has done this? What? Who, who exactly. thinks like that? This is amazing. Well, so, well for example, uh, State Representative um, Kelly Cassidy, she's uh, she is hopping mad and she's trying to respond and and they want to push. And then, of course, the new House Speaker, Chris uh, Welsh, he is also pro. Uh, he's an abortion cheerleader. Let me put it that way. And he wants to do the bidding of Planned Parenthood. And that's that's what they're going to be pushing for. It's unbelievable. This is ghoulish. So, That's the only thing I can... And our taxes are paying for it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I just don't get it. So that brings me to number two, which is get your kids out of government schools, yeah, the know, indoctrination centers. Yes. Keep them safe. Bring them home. Homeschool them or get them into a Christian school. Um, Stephanie... Um, and, and Laura, do you know how bad our schools are failing our kids academically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, besides the all, all the other, you know, Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, LGBT uh, history nonsense. Sex ed, right. Mm-hmm. Do you really, sex ed, yes, that's exactly, in kindergarten. Oh, in geez. kindergarten, um, yes. So, so let me give you an example. On our website, we have Illinois school proficiency failure. We list the, the, the 40 biggest school districts in Illinois, and let me just read off to you real quick. Arlington Heights Township, High School District 214, okay, that's been in the news quite a bit, mm-hmm. High School District 214, guess what their English language arts proficiency rate is? How many kids are meeting proficiency rates in English language arts? 56%. Boy, you're generous. I'm just trying to really? be... Really? It's hopeful. less than 50 I'm being hopeful. You know, I don't know. These are 19, These are 2019 numbers. Thirty-two percent. So that's that's why they're doing this in college. They have to go to college and take remedial courses because they can't get exactly. How about math? Math proficiency. What's the rate there? Thirty-two. I think math is harder. So yeah, let's lower. Laura says thirty-two. Well, it's thirty-six. Oh, okay. All right. It'll get there. How about science? Science (laughs) is the best so far. Science. Oh gosh, that's even harder than math. So I don't know. Let's say I don't know. Twenty-five percent. 48%. 48%. Oh, okay. good. Oh, you bet better. So nobody's okay, even getting to the 50%. No, that, that is sick. Can I ask you, do you know how much per student they're paying? Yes, I'm going to get to that. Okay. But first, oh, let me yeah. ask you, what's the graduation rate? Oh, well, it has to be in the 90s, David. Wrong. It's uh, 94% with all that. Do oh. you believe that? So, 94% do graduation they all play rate. sports or so, something? So wait, so you could be, you can't read and write and, and add, but you can graduate? It, as Laura That's said, right. you're going to go off and to college. for all that, those. and Laura, to answer your question, you're paying $21,000 oh, per student. Get in Arlington, or is that all across the, like, No, all? that's in Arlington. No, no, that's high school district, too. 
Okay. 14. So you okay. could literally 21. pay, you know, we could pay with that money not being well spent. I mean, you could pay an individual tutor less than that and get your kid. We should Holy take smoke, that money yeah. as parents. We yeah, should parents get that money. Get that money. Oh, my goodness. So I'm gonna, so we this is on your website, Illinois Family Institute. We can That's go right. there and we can I can close my eyes and slowly peek and see what my school is and how they're failing and where they rate. Oh, and and if look. anybody wants this information, I'll email it to them. Just go ahead and contact us at IllinoisFamily.org. Email me. See, I want that. So here, let me give you Naperville real quick. Okay. English okay. language art, 48%. Okay. Math, 47%. Science, 80%. Graduation rate, 97%. How much are they spending? 15000 per student. Now, that's one of the best. That's the, okay? That is the flagship. People move from all over the country to For be sure in Naperville school districts. Yep. I know that because I live right next to Naperville. And I'm always like, our little town is okay, but everybody loves Naperville. That is shocking to hear that. That's Unbelievable. Okay, well, we need so, to start paying so, attention. Yeah. So we need to think about this, right? Mm-hmm. They're failing our kids academically. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, when we started homeschooling 20 years ago, we decided we could do better, better yes. academically. Mm-hmm. And then we caught the vision of discipling our kids and making characters, uh, godly characters, mm-hmm. right? right? That was our first priority. Academics was second priority. So, you know, um, but I want to encourage kids uh, and, and parents, grandparents, church leaders, whoever's listening to this, Get them out of these indoctrination centers. Mm-hmm. They're making apostles of wokeism. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they don't have time apostles for math and science. Because right, they're, they're trying doing to make. The they're, they're making activists. They don't need to know how That's to read right. and write. They, they just need to go out there exactly. and, it's and advance the, the cause. Down and it's it's unbelievable. And what's important, David? They're draw. They're they're driving a wedge between parents. And, and their children, they they want to indoctrinate and tell them that your parents are out of touch or if they're white, they're racist. And and this is That's unfortunate right. that you can't even you can't even have influence on your children because the government schools are saying you got to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and I went to a PTA meeting and now you could have knocked me over with a feather that the building principal said. Well, you know, I've been we've been encouraging people to get vaccine vaccinated. And I'm thinking that's not your job. How dare you? You know, and this is that's right. This is something that I think for the first time we're taking a lot for granted. But now we realize as the result of the Zoom, a lot of parents woke up and realized what their right. kids were being and taught. The masks. And it's and it's time to say, you know, we, we you know, not anymore. But, David, before we run out of time, your fundraiser is coming up. I want to tell people how important it is, especially this time to be around like minded people. But your guest, the, the, the keynote speaker never fails to. Uh, I mean, just hit it out of the park. Just amazing. Michelle, was it Michelle um, from Minnesota? Yes. I still can't get out over how she (laughs) delivered what she delivered. And I didn't see any notes. I didn't see a teleprompter. It's speaking from her heart. It was one of the best events I've ever gone to. So tell them about your upcoming event. So this year we're having Dr. Erwin Lutzer, former pastor of Moody Church, and he writes books left and right, um, and he'll be our banquet speaker October 29th at the Carlisle in Lombard. And uh, so tickets are on sale. But because of COVID restrictions, we can't fill the whole place. We're only limited, limited to 500 people. So okay. uh, seating is limited. But um, I also wanted to tell you about tonight and tomorrow, okay. real quick, mm-hmm. good news. We have special event tonight in Shanahan at Family of Faith Church okay. with okay. Annie Cyrus, who was a former child bride enslaved in Iran, Jeez. right, and escaped. Oh escaped. She was a 13-year-old child bride. And she escaped, and she's going to tell the story, and she loves this country. She's an American citizen now, and she's going to tell her story tonight in Shanahan and tomorrow night in Lake Zurich at um, um, Quinton Road Baptist Church. So if you want to find out more about that, go to IllinoisFamily.org, 
and click the events you page. You have to follow IllinoisFamily.com. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, when you list, you wake up in the morning and turn on Dan and Amy, and then you go to your social media pages. The first page you should be checking is Illinois Family Institute. It gives you all the information you need to fight back what's happening. And also, Illinois Family Institute, one of the sponsors for the Freedom Summit coming up, put Yay. on by 560, <laughs> is the equivalent of our CPAC. In, you know, in Illinois, deep blue, we want to get a bunch of conservatives together, like-minded people. This is the event you must go to. And I know the tickets are selling out fast. Do not have hesitate you'll regret it and, and you have to be there november Bruce 3rd. is coming now huh oh it's it's, it's I, I i can't tell you i'm very excited about it that i don't have to go all the way to dc to be around like-minded people so, sounds yep. sounds wonderful david yeah. smith of illinois family institute it's always a pleasure to talk to you and thank, thank you for you, hold, thank you for holding the the bank with this time in my you, backyard because usually it's all the way north <laughs> all the way south it's right over in lumbar i can't wait what? to see it so thank you, know you. What? our banquet hall went bankrupt oh what you know well, well i'm glad bankrupt. it's a, right around the corner for me well hey We've got a great rest of the show. I'm looking forward to talking about the issues that are driving us crazy. Back right after this. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. It is such a pleasure to be here this Saturday. Beautiful day. And I'm just so happy that if you've taken the time out of your busy schedule to watch, thank you for tuning in. John Anthony is a great guy for allowing me to fill in while he's out making a personal appearance, doing what he does. He's, the show has really come a long way in a couple of years and holding events. And it's just a great way to keep me busy when I'm running on Saturdays, running errands and I'm in and out of the car. And with the app, I can take them with me. He always well, has I, great guests. And um, yeah. it's just something. And it's a chance for people that might work during the week and they're so busy and they're listening to 560, but they can't call in because they're at work. So on the weekends, you get to call in away in. And, and I haven't given out the phone number 312-642-5600. But you you should have that number in your phone saved so you can weigh in because we're going to do a lot of venting today, aren't we, Laura? Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's we have good. plenty to vent about. Oh, my goodness. What what has so, the world come to? We, I hate this. We, now, we, you're not a grandma yet. You've got three great kids. I'm sure they're going to find some wonderful people to to um, make your <laughs> grandma. But with, yeah. I feel like an old lady, but when I say, what has the world come to? It's unrecognizable. It's scary. It's scary for you actually having little kids, that, right. watching them have to, just talking about the schools yeah. and, and the churches and mm-hmm. the mass and it, all of it. It's kind of like, I don't want to go all horrible on us, but you know, I mean, we, you know we should be looking for something. You know in our good. lives would say, um, especially you and I were on the radio and people would say, oh, I don't do politics. Yeah. This this COVID thing has forced, you You don't have a choice. Politics will do you. Yeah, exactly. So either you <laughs> so participate and better. then either way it's political. And if you don't see how the, the Democrat Party has made this a political issue, well, then I don't know what to tell you. And I'm so grateful for talk radio. I'm so grateful for conservative points of views because, as you know, I I used to brag that I'd never got in Facebook jail. I was like, I don't know. I must not have anybody's attention. Then after two back-to-back 30-day stretches in the big house, I'm afraid <laughs> I'm guarded to post anything because I'm thinking, is this worth going to Facebook jail for 30 days? Because at the end of the day, for now, this is the biggest medium. I know there are other mediums that are popping up. People telling me you should get on here and Gather, get on there. Yeah. But not everybody's on that if you're trying to reach a large large well, audience. You did see the article about Facebook where there there is a separate group of people that never go to Facebook jail. And they can put whatever out, whatever they want up on Facebook. Isn't that something? And I mean, some, right. they, they'll, or we'll get flagged with this doesn't meet community standards. Right. But they allow the, like, allow, uh, the uh, like naked pictures and, and, just, and <laughs> but inappropriate things that is just like very offensive and 
sexually just gross. Right. Those things are allowed. Well, the other thing that they were saying was the Mexican cartels are allowed and they're showing all <laughs> of the But not Donald murders. J. Trump. Not President Donald not J. Trump. Not Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's just too much hatred. <laughs> Orange guy bad. He yeah. can't be on yeah. our air. Just forget about it. He can't be, I'm sorry, on our platform. And, well, and we didn't just, have all this stuff going on. And, and, but do I, I don't know about you, Laura, because Laura Kelly and I met in 2013. Was I, it really? I, it was 2013. 2013? Yeah. Oh, in 2012, wow. I won a radio contest. And then all of a sudden the next year, I would after I won the contest, I was a fill-in host at the station. And then the next year, they announced they're going to do the, the contest again. And I thought, well, wait, I'm the next talk yeah, show host. I was going to kick you out. Why, why, why do we need another contest? <laughs> and then sure enough, they asked me to be a, a, a judge. And so even though I knew a couple of the people on the in the top five a little bit better, quite quite a bit better than Laura, <laughs> I couldn't help but vote for her because she was the just just the outstanding contestant in the final Thank five. You. Thank and you. So I the was powers, not, not too nervous. Up no, there. you you well, you were appropriately nervous. You should be nervous. Yeah, you're on you're live on, on the stage. air talking about yeah. this or whatever on stage and people staring at you. But the powers that be came up with a brilliant idea that Laura Kelly and I should co-host a Sunday night show together. And it was just, it was meant to be. We both live off Ogden. I would pick her up and we'd take turns driving. We shared on the cost of parking. We had a phenomenal producer, Justin, that just made us sound like radio hosts because we did, we knew nothing. Well, we, we you had knew no a little more than I did. No, but, but barely. Know. I had been on the radio a year longer than her. But I mean, we we were basically very green. We'd get there a thousand hours early. We'd print out reams of papers and articles trying to be super prepared. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. We had an opportunity to uh, just vent. And it was Sunday night. And you worry about not saying uh, uh, enough to get the phones ringing. But it's two moms that were just chatting. And we'd always get the phones Yeah, we got the phones ringing. Anyway. What keeps but, you up at night. And what keeps you up at night <laughs> and all those things. And the phone number here is 312-642-5600. Uh, 5, 5, yeah. So. It's just it's a great opportunity to have Laura Kelly back. Thank you. And co-host in studio to talk about the things that are going on. And um, I'm just really as as a resident of Illinois who failed at leaving. I left in 2014 and came back in 2016 just because this is home. I love Illinois and this is where your family is. And there's so many reasons to come back. And I, I'm I'm here to fight. You, if you listen to Dan Prof every morning, which you should, I, I I joined a new group, and I won't go into details. But uh, this woman and I started talking, and she said, "I listen to Dan Prof every morning." Dan, Dan and, Amy. and Amy. She said, "I don't get out of bed." <laughs> Let's she not said, forget Amy. She said, "Before I get out of bed, I turn them on." And I they uh, Don Wade and Roma on on, oh, yeah. on WLS they were, were my radio parents, and that's how I lived my life. I'd wake up. And I listened to what Don had to say, his monologue, and I listened to Roma, and they told me if it was okay to get out of bed that day because they he he was the tirelessly just professional. He was fierce. He, he was fierce. Yeah, he prepared. He go and so he, they were my radio parents in my head, mm-hmm. and so Dan and Amy are my radio cousins in my head. I, I do miss Rush. I do. I miss oh, Rush. I, I, I get too emotional. Yeah. Oh, the voices you oh. hear <laughs> and your Twitter people. I, I'm in just in the corner. You, you know. know, you know Tom from Elwood Park. He's a guest here on Black and White quite a bit, and he's on Twitter. Great guy. Again, another person that you'll meet if you buy a ticket to the Freedom Summit. I Summer. will be there. I got my ticket going? already. Oh, okay. Go to Eventbrite. Go to FreedomSummitChicago.com, I believe. I'm you can on get your the ticket. list. I'm on the email oh. list. I got Irwin, the first Erwin Lutzer. You, you, you get to George right away. He's a VIP. And he's just one of the many wonderful people that you get to meet at these kind of events. And I keep waiting to meet evil, racist, bigoted people at these events. Oh. But I somehow attract all the good people. I don't know. Well, That's what the left says. It's like a clan Lutzer meeting when we get together. Moody. 
Did you know that he was the head of Moody? Yes, Church for, for the IFI Chicago. event. Right. Okay. So no, this is like he oh, just retired. He right. was their minister. Just recently. Yeah. Just, yeah, just a couple of years that's ago. That's what I thought because I went to an event, some kind of bipartisan event, and he yeah. was the guest speaker. And I couldn't remember the name of the, the person, but I thought it was him looking at the picture. Yeah, so the, 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 the list, go to the website, go to 560 and look at the list of when you get Donesta Sosa, you get. Ted Cruz mm-hmm. and who's the other person? Michelle Bachman, you said. No, was no, that was from the, that was that was. Oh, you mean well, at the Freedom Summit? At the Freedom Summit, it's three people. Now look at me. It's oh. like the the trifecta, and I I just said that to someone, and I just texted to him. I can't remember, and I feel horrible. It'll come to me. This is an opportunity to meet <laughs> yeah. the the host on five sixty to meet oh, the other it's Senator Lee uh, oh. from Utah. Senator Lee? No, no. I think it's somebody, it's somebody else. I'm I sure Senator think, Lee's phenomenal. You, I can't but it's think three. about it. Either. I can't. We'll think of it. But you know, we're going to go to one of our favorite callers, Jim from South Elgin. Okay, Welcome to Black and Right. You're on with Tom and, hey, and Laura and Stephanie. Hi, Jim. Rod Bogoyevich. No, that's not. Jim, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Oh, hi, Jim. Yes. Wait. How's it going? Hi. Hello. Hello, Jim. How are you? How are you guys doing? All right. Good, good. Sounds a nice, lively uh, crew today. Anyways, uh, yesterday I did happen to uh, go to this roundtable uh, discussion with uh, Senator Lee from Utah. Uh, he discussed a lot of interesting. They talked about uh, uh, cryptocurrency and, and all this. And, of course, we had to talk about Comrade Biden and what he's doing to the United States and things. And he also mentioned about all the garbage that's in this uh, $3.5 trillion mm-hmm piece of garbage oh, lard that wants to come out of Washington. So me. it's probably going to get pared back some, but we'll see what happens with it. And also, um, a lot of people may not be aware of it, but uh, Comrade Biden and the feds are withholding this monoclonal uh, antibodies shipments going to Florida because it's been shown to help reduce a lot of these cases. And, of course, now they're cutting off the supply. So this just shows you the evilness of all these people in charge. Right. It's not about it's keeping really not us safe and, and healthy. No, not and Jim, all. I take what you say to, to heart because you are a doctor and, and a lot of people pretend to be doctors and they're professionals and just tell you to get this vaccine. They never say, talk to your doctor first or like Nicki Minaj says, pray about it. Get some information. You're not allowed to do that. And and you've watched television and you and I and, and Laura and everybody else in the world, we watch TV, we listen to radio ads. Whenever they're advertising any kind of drug, there's always this little disclaimer, disclaimer. at the end. Very quickly, someone that, talks talk as fast, that <laughs> someone that talks as fast as I do will give you the list of everything that's wrong and what you need to do. But for some reason, they keep telling us, just take the shot. It's nothing. There's no. There's no risk. And if but, you post something about a risk, yeah. you're going to be blocked. I know, I you're going. You're going. You know. But he blocked. He said he was not going to block the mono. What are they called again? Monoclonal antibodies. And then the yes. next hour later, he did well, he, to all the southern man. states, who, like who, the, all the red states. But you, but, you know, Joe. He, and all the states that they're dropping people off from the border. Which, by the way, the oh. the feds. Uh, for a short time, had a, a ban on drones flying over the southern border, but I guess that was taken away the next Did time. Did they finally? Oh yeah, they well, can't you know really it, is, it, had, it, it has been taken away because uh, Fox News was complaining about that uh, with the drones. Yesterday, yeah. Well, thank you, Jim. Uh, I have a friend of mine who just retired from... Uh, from from but the FA and he said mm-hmm. that they reversed that again. It's so, crazy. Knows, well, always it's always great to hear Jim's voice. He calls every station. He doesn't care who you are. He's going to challenge you with facts. And Good it's for always you, a pleasure to see his name up on the screen. Well, up next after this short break, Charles Love, who has a show on W, I'm sorry, on AM five sixty every Sunday. He's going to talk about. He had a great interview with Tucker Carlson. He's got a new book coming out. And oh. tell us what's going to be on this show tomorrow. Don't move a muscle. We'll be right back. Cause I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me 
This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. Thank you, John Anthony, for thinking about little old Stephanie Trussell. And I'm happy to have Laura Kelly here with <laughs> me. I, know, I, I was thinking I was going to say Tom, but Tom stepped out. No. And I was, but yeah, we're happy to be here on this Saturday entertaining you keeping you hopefully you guys will call in because we well, this is a timed event and as i said a lot of you guys listen to talk radio hopefully you're listening to 560 we need the, the, you to have this information you, but i don't you, think it's on on the radio right now i think what, it's on the uh, facebook we're on facebook page, live but normally yeah. you you can listen and normally maybe you can't call in but we're certainly looking forward to hearing what you have to say about what's going on and what frustrates you and especially not only is 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 presidential joe ruling us but in Illinois, we've got J.B. Pritzker, got so JB. Th- that's why we double whammy. But yeah. I am so excited, as I promised prior to the break, we have Charles Love on, on the line, and he was one of the people that texted me to tell it. It's Lieutenant Colonel West. That's who the other, there's, it's oh. like this trifecta, amazing top line. Everybody else underneath them is great, but these three people, you can't go wrong. Welcome to Black and Right is Charles Love. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, and I, I, I want to point out, too, I think it's silly, but it's in the ether. Those three top speakers mm-hmm. at the Freedom Summit, yeah. all diverse. No, no, no white man. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. We're not I mean, supposed so, to really so think, but replaced, now we're supposed uh, to you know, think about Hey, that. Charles, they're always talking about white white men being replaced, and, and voila, woof, they're gone. There you go. Just like that. No way. Well, we've got one in the studio with us, so don't worry. We got, we got to go. Okay. No, he's an alpha male. We we've got somewhere. time. We what got time. Okay. He's our token. Up, he's our token. <laughs> he's a, that's you a ain't very, black. <laughs> you ain't black. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Joe to tell us what we are, the black people that didn't vote for him, since he declared we weren't black if we weren't planning on voting for him. Well, Charles Love has a show here on 560. And that's great. And you should listen to it. And if you miss it on sat on Sundays, you need to subscribe to the podcast. But he's got at least three things we can talk about. Amazing things that are going on with Charles. I watched his uh, he has a podcast called Cut the Bull with two phenomenal co-hosts. And I normally listen to it. But yesterday I watched it, watched it on YouTube. He had Tucker Carlson. Just can you imagine the, you know, headliner, everybody, Fox News, phenomenal guy, just on the podcast, just talking, you know, tie off, just regular laughing, um, you know, adult language, not in offensive language, but I'm just saying just being relaxed and being himself. It was one of the best interviews I that you guys have done. And it was just so great to see him in that light. Yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. And, you know, again, want to thank him. Obviously, people talk about the size of his platform. So and he's busy and he's got three shows and the likelihood that he would do something like that is one thing. But you got to keep in mind, we recorded that after his show. So he did his the show that you all watch on Fox and then said, OK, let's go and gave us over an hour. So it was really cool. So I wanted to make sure I packed in as much stuff as I could. And we covered pretty much anything I think anybody would want to talk to Tucker Carlson about. We covered it. Well, if we missed it, then how do we see? How do we listen? YouTube. He said YouTube. I got to check it yeah, out. We too. have a, we have a YouTube cut channel. Just cut the bull. You mm-hmm. just look okay. up cut the bull on Perfect. YouTube. You know, follow me on Twitter. It's there. I usually post them on my website, but I don't have an assistant. I'm not that big, so it takes me a while. But, but <laughs> you have a regular job, too. So right. you'll eventually find stuff there. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, well, it was great. It was great. Thanks. Well, it won't be long before Charles will have an assistant because you are about to release your, is it your third book? It was my third book, yes. Yes, and tell us the title, to talk about it, it's just, uh, and the date that it's coming out. So, 
I am, as you said, I am busy. So I'll just dismiss the radio show on AM560 on Sundays at uh, 11 a.m., the Charles Love Show. I have Cut the Bull with uh, Shamika Michelle and Wilfred Riley. The book is Race Crazy, BLM 1619 and the Progressive Racism Movement. And so basically, most of the listeners of John's show and most of the shows on 560 understand the problem. And they listen to other people talk about the left and how extreme they've gotten. But I wanted to fill a void. And what I found was many people, some do it better than others, but even the great ones do a great job of pointing out the, the flaws in the left and the things that they point out. And I do that, but I wanted to do two tracks. So in my book, I talk about that for a segment, explaining issues, sound like everybody else. But then I go on and I say, well, let's assume they're right and we're wrong. Let's give them their argument. That's what is what the problem with for. that? Right. And I've yeah, learned that from you, Charles, give them their argument and that it puts them on a whole different, puts them on their heels. But go ahead. Yeah. Right. Because they can't really argue with you and say, <laughs> you're saying that I, that is something negative. What you're saying is racist. No, I'm saying what you're saying is right. absolutely right. Now, how will that work out? Let's walk it through. Let's play chess <laughs> and walk it down the chessboard. And the third thing I do with this book is I, I noticed that from BLM, it's mostly about BLM and the 1619 Project and anyone who goes against them are labeled as racist, but also twisting their words. So. I put their words in the book. This is what they say about this topic. And you read for yourself, is it anti-American? Is it crazy? Is it racist in itself? And then, you know, at the end, you always got to have some hope. So I talk about solutions and what we need to do to push back against it. And at also one of the people that will be at the Freedom Summit, another reason to go to Eventbrite to get your ticket, Charles Love will be there. You can get an autographed copy of his book. There are so many reasons to go in addition to... Can I get a picture with you, Charles? <laughs> You can have two pictures. Two. You get a picture for every book you buy. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Nothing's free. There's no free lunch here, Tom. You know, come on. He's there to sell books. And, then, and keep in mind, the book comes out the week after the summit. I'm going to get you all books Ooh, early. Hot off the press before, wow. before it hits go. the street. I mean, you can't go wrong with this. It's, it sounds really like a really good read, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Very timely. Well, I won't know since I have to read it soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to do the audio book. And I love the title, Race Crazy, because that's what it's come to. We're just everything is racist. And I love how you talk about that. You don't you didn't tell your son who's a six. Is he five or six? Six. Yeah, you you didn't tell him he was black. And, you know, he goes to school and they they talking about issues. And and it's just something you don't you know, even though the left likes to believe that you've already sat down and had to talk with him about what it's like to drive while black. So the fact that it's not just me, because, you know, you consider me on the right and I'm crazy. But I watched an interview on Anderson Cooper with um, Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry's son is five. And he said he didn't tell him he's waiting to have the conversation. Of course, he's doing it out of fear. I'm doing it because I don't see the point. And then I watch these people on, on social media saying that they all, what difference does it make? They all know by three. And I'm watching my son will be six in a couple of months. Mm. You know, if, you, if I told him to describe his friend, he'll be, well, he's taller than me or he's this right. or he likes, uh, I like Batman. He likes Superman. Exactly. That's how he would describe That's it. That's how it they come to his mind. But you know, the, the kids are just pure at heart and then they have to introduce all these things that one is the oppressor, one is the oppressor, one is the victim. And, and that's just unfortunate. That's the um, climate. So once again, this is Charles Love. Give them your Twitter handle and um, the title of the book again. And, and also tomorrow at 11, tune in right here on 11. I'm sorry, I'm called yeah. 560 to hear his radio show. Uh, C. <laughs> Douglas Love 3 is uh, the Twitter handle. The podcast is Cut the Bull. Uh, just look it up on YouTube. You'll find it. Check out Tucker Carlson and John McWhorter and others. Uh, I will be at Freedom Summit. What else you want to? Oh yeah, if you you don't have to be in Boston to go at the first weekend of October. I mean the yeah the first weekend of October. I'm doing a 
Conference on Education and Diversity of Thought, and you can find that at parentsunite.org. And there's also a Zoom version, of, so you can ch- stream it and not have to go to Boston. Charles, can I ask you have a, a lot of people. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to know, no, how is it going there in New York? I mean, I've never been there, so, you know, just like people hear horrible, horrible stories about Chicago and you hear horrible stories about New York— how is it holding up? What's what's what's, what's going on? Because you're the only person well, I know, that, I you know say, personally that you know that lives in New York. Go ahead. Yeah, I would say it's a shell of its former self. Mm-hmm. And if you read my recent Newsweek article about the South, you, you'll brain. know what I think about. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, my, what did I write in Newsweek recently? No, very yeah, good. It was, it was a very good article. Journal on the American yeah. Mind. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I talk about the, the differences in how they they talk about race so much, and it, it was good to get away. But you know, people get you know typical current New York the the post. 2020 New York, you know, people getting pushed down the stairs and pushed yeah. them to the track for the subway, yeah. shot Central Park, you know, typical stuff. You know, <laughs> driving bikes by themselves like on the Chicago street with on. Yeah, it sounds like any city ruled by Democrats. Thank you again, Charles, and keep the, George, thank you for producing today, and keep that dub button handy, because I know I'm going to make a Charles, I'll see you. Yeah, I'll he be will, there. We'll, we'll come out to the Freedom Summit to get a chance to get a book before anyone else gets a b- book in their hands, and you can buy two copies and give one away for Christmas. Thank you very much for taking, for taking time out of your very busy schedule to call in and be safe out there in the subways. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to seeing both of my fans. <laughs> both of your fans. Yeah, oh, right. No, you guys, it's going to be a line. We really appreciate you taking Zing. The time. Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in again, guys. We have more to come. I have Tom from Elmwood Park, Laura Kelly with me, and we want to hear what you have to say. 312 642 Now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. This is Stephanie Trussell in for John Anthony. So grateful to be here to have an opportunity to talk to his audience. He always has the best guests and the best topics, and I'm so thrilled that he thought of me when he had an opportunity to go out and make a personal appearance and i'm sure he's um, having fun and doing um what he's doing very well but and he, he knows he doesn't have to worry because we have a very I, capable I, stephanie trussell i worry sometimes off. you know and, 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 you know getting used to things after you know you haven't done it in a while and pressing the right buttons but luckily george is here he's making us sound like we know what we're doing and i'm so I'm happy too fat <laughs> and i'm so happy to be here i don't know about you guys you know i still have that addiction i listen to liberal radio we shouldn't call it he who controls the language controls the argument I couldn't call it liberal radio but left leaning radio and what they're talking about on the urban station here in Chicago right now they're very upset about how many people is it thousands of people under the bridge in Texas all Uh, Haitians the the Haitian refugees that took a plane and walked over and it's 12,000 migrants 12,000 migrants under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas I know Ted Cruz who will be at the Freedom Summit go to (laughs) freedomsummitchicago.com Ted Cruz did a, video, a Facebook Live video from there mm-hmm. and the conditions. So they, they're they fenced in. They can't come into America. Now they believe in borders. Now There's no, right, there's a there's fence. no running water. They can water. go on the Mexico side and go get supplies and food mm-hmm. and all that. So Joe is going to send them back. Presidential Joe decided that they got to go back to Haiti. Now, what we hear about refugees and other people that bridge our southern borders, they're escaping poverty and violence. So I, we know what's going on in Haiti. They assassinated their president. So we know, and they unfortunately seem to get hit with 
disasters more than uh, their typical, you know, right, uh, right. little island. Right. And they their infrastructure can't withstand. It's already not very good. And then they keep getting hit. So the people on the Urban Talk Chicago station are very upset that it seems to be this color thing. Let uh, Af- Afghan refugees are welcome. Come on in. We got to take them in. People walking across southern borders from, you know, southern countries yep. south, yep. south of us. But the brown people, the black people, oh, no, we're going to put them on planes and we're sending them back. I know, but there were like 12,000 in two days that showed up. I mean, it's it is. So they're getting on planes and they're flying to a country. They don't need any documentation. These countries are taking them in right. and then they're flying there and then walking the rest of the way. And why does everybody want to come here? Well, we know why they want to come here. This is the greatest country on the planet. And, yes. and people, you can't, it's hard to get left-leaning people to say that. It's hard for them. That's to, what I mean. They can't say those words. It's the greatest country. Yeah. They're, just, it's just, they're, they're teaching they're, our kids. It's a terrible, it's a horrible just, place. Oh, and it's just, a, but, but that's why I never understood Laura and Tom. Why aren't liberals down at the Southern borders with giant signs telling people, go back. It's racist here. You don't want to yeah, come here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, go back to your country. Where everybody looks like you. Cause you don't want any part of this oppressive male, um, uh, toxic right. and all the other things. Capitalistic. They love to say. Capitalistic. <laughs> and, and just, you don't want any of this. This is crazy. And this, just as unfortunate that at the same time they'll tell us the borders aren't open and we know they are 200,000 people they always wanted open borders you know yeah, two, two women gave birth in that yes camp. in that Did you see that oh. in the Haitian under a bridge yes so how bad things have and, to and be they, they aren't you don't see AOC at the oh, border oh yeah where is she she's at the maskless now if not well if they charge $30,000 a ticket for her to get into the yeah. this un, under this that, that encampment she, she'd be there with yeah. the dress saying I'm objectified as as a woman but you write across your butt on a dress you <laughs> want everybody to, look, to read your butt you know that. i'm a yeah. victim of toxic male masculinity but uh, yeah look at my butt and read uh r- rich people <laughs> should pay more taxes or whatever did she go around she... that event asking them for personal checks well you you think you should pay more right give me a check you know she could have had one of those bags that Bryce she, carries. she won the election her her election i just couldn't i believe still it. I don't understand yeah that. i don't understand you, the people i that... think i think aoc wakes up in the morning when she's washing her face and she'll just say can she'll say to herself can't like aoc you know you were just tending bar and people you know and and mixing drinks with umbrellas and now you are a member of congress and people listen to what you say and she's right. probably like I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, unbelievable don't tell anybody. that. Did yeah. you know though down. that she worked for Ted Kennedy? Oh, I didn't Did you know, know that. No, oh, that's why she got her feet oh. her feet wet. She worked for Ted Kennedy. I was like shocked when I read she, that. Well, I went to Boston College. College. We know, think, we yeah. know. And that's what I, I I mean, I'm not judging her. I don't well, she got a degree in economics or something, yeah. but most people that graduate from Boston College, uh, they're not bartenders. They get actual I jobs. I know, just, that was odd. I, I, and I then how did she start to run? Who like got that? Who tapped idea her? But yeah, all you have to I'm do, wondering. look at Obama. Tapped they tap you on the shoulder. You, you're you going to be fast tracked. You're going to be yeah. stuck. Hey, this is what you do. It's like you fit the suit and we're right. going to make sure you get to where you go. Let's talk about elections, guys. Are we still still recovering from what happened in California? Larry Elder's heard on this radio station every Monday through Friday uh, at seven o'clock, seven to nine. Phenomenal. He's had a fill in host for him because he was running for governor right. of of California, a, a state where people are literally stepping over urine uh, and urine and body you waste, know. human body waste in, in these beautiful cities, historic cities like San Francisco. San Francisco. So he's running. He ran to save the great state of California. It's a wonderful state. It's a beautiful place. Well, it used to be. And and he lost. He and, lost, and you know what? If you're if you're in California, you better get out now because oh, it's not going to get gonna any gonna better. Get crazier. Right? It's, it's just unbelievable. And and don't you love how much the left always talks about how they love black people? But 
when you're a black Republican and you're running for office, suddenly you become a white racist. Only right. in America. I love that. I get called a white racist on my social media. And I'm thinking only in America can a little black girl born to an orphan when my mom was 17 when she had me, I can grow up to be a white racist. I'm like, yes, I've achieved the American well, dream. Well, I mean, California is it's extremely blue. It was we, a long shot for him to try and win anyway. What, what, we're so happy that he did, that he came out. And I tried to help him every way I could. Uh, as everything that he tweeted that you, I seen, okay. I retweeted it. I put it on Facebook. I put it on Parler. I put it on CloudHub. Oh, I, I, you, I just constantly did all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you see me. Yeah, I, yeah. I've done, You're I've working done a, hard. Uh-huh. I was doing a lot of stuff because I wanted to see him flip it over. Because Wouldn't that be I, amazing? I, I believe Here, Here's him. this guy. But born at meager means, literally went to the high school that Boys in the Hood was based on. One of the worst high schools, mm-hmm. Crenshaw High School. He went on to Michigan and become he became a phenomenal attorney. And now we know him as the great El- Larry Elder, the sage of the voice. And and this is the American dream that people achieve. And for him to go in and, and be a governor of California, is that's what they want, right? They always want somebody that can relate to the common man, but not if you're a Republican and certainly not if you're a black Republican. They want nothing to do with you. They're going to. And even the newspapers were viciously coming after him. Someone well, he's, he's a white racist. He's a white racist. Right, right. <laughs> And, and what I heard, because, you know, again, guys, I confess, Stephanie Trussell, I have a, an addiction. I turned to Al Sharpton this week. Oh, Don't ask. Yes. And one of his callers called in and said, Al, I've been praying. I prayed. It was the day after Larry lost. I prayed for Larry, for um, um, for, uh, Newsom. Newsom. And um, he's going on. How do you pray for somebody that loves killing babies? And the Democrat Party loves killing black babies in, in particular. And this is a black man calling to Al Sharpton, a reverend, to say that I pray for him to win. But then he didn't understand this guy, the same caller on a note, turned on a dime and said, well, I don't understand why there are 10 cities in San Francisco and California, because all these rich people like LeBron James and Steph Curry live there. Well, how could there be tent cities? And I'm thinking because of the governor that you prayed for. It's like you haven't made that connection. And when you think about it, guys, mm-hmm. Hollywood has the most money, supposedly the most compassionate people living there. You would think when you see someone at a tent city, they would pull up in their limos and say, get in my car. You can live on my property or I'm going to put you in blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the, the fact that they're so compassionate and so rich and have all these means. But yet and still, they can drive past the tent city. They they think that they're doing those people a favor because other governors would clean up the streets and they wouldn't have anywhere to go. And that's the difference. I should have asked Charles about that. That's the difference between New York and Chicago and California. New York says, uh uh uh, you're not putting up a tent. Not not up in here. They don't play that. Not on the sidewalk. Show some R E S P I C T. (laughs) You're the best, George. Yes, I love It's so hard. I listen to his show occasionally. Sometimes he eats lunch literally while he's on the air. You can hear him chewing. And I'm thinking, hey, you got to do what you multitask. It's brutal to listen he, to him. I didn't even think he ate anymore. He, oh, well, he, he lost so like, much weight. Oh, got so you got to follow him on Instagram, guys. He oh, will okay. post a picture of himself working out. Oh, okay. Don't eat breakfast and then follow him because you don't want to see that. But Ugh. he is just, he, uh, yeah, he still he, owes taxes. Too. Oh, he, he still, well, you know, it, not, it, hey, hey, you know, there's certain things that I would love to get sanctuary from paying taxes, yeah. but only certain people get that right. Well, I am so excited in the next hour after our second it would be in our second segment yeah, second section. darren bailey state senator for the great state of illinois this is a phenomenal state i still have so much hope for what we can do for the state don't flee yet because darren bailey wants to win he wants to change our state because people like him who own third generation farmer they can't pack up and leave like a lot of us are doing they want to stay here and fight for us and he is our best hope to fight against the deep blue machine the improper fraction that we have down in springfield 70 but 72 democrats 
and 45 Republicans, right. that's an improper fraction. And not only do we need to send Darren Bailey there, but we need other good people that you know to vet them and say, hey, why don't you run for state rep? Why don't you run for state senate? I'm Stephanie Trussell. we got Laura Kelly. We've got Tom from Elmwood Park sitting in for John Anthony. Don't move a muscle. We have so much more. One whole hour left. Back right after this. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. I am Stephanie Trussell filling in here on Black and Right on a Saturday. John Anthony's out at an appearance. And thank you very much, John, for allowing me to come in and talk to the smartest listening audience. I have Laura Kelly here. Hello, everyone. And Tom from Elmwood Park. Hello, everybody. Who's usually here when Verlon is here. He he always has great a room full of great guests, co-hosts, and I'm just trying to live up to his standards. We've been talking about the pandemic a little bit and, and vaccines. And, and I, I got to remember to read what Dan Prof read on the air yesterday. I'm serious. If you don't wake up in the morning and turn on the radio to listen to Dan Prof and Amy, and Amy something's yeah. wrong. I just, how, where, where else do you get information? How else do you get your news? And Dan is fearless. I've been a, a big fan of Dan. When he ran for governor, I voted for him. I don't know about you, Laura Kelly. You don't have to confess to that or, or deny oh, it. Or whatever. Absolutely. I voted for him. And I love Dan would say, you know, I, I, I hate, I, what did he say? I hated my money, so I decided to go f- run for governor. Run for governor, right. right exactly. And he <laughs> used to call into Don Wade and Roma, basically in the beginning, just to talk about the morning after American Idol would, would air. And he would just talk about American Idol. And I thought he was brilliant and funny. And then all of a sudden he was, you know, a host on the show. He started on Saturday with Bruce Wolf. Oh, they were so funny the together. Two hours of hate. The straight man and, and kind of the goofy guy. Yeah, and and I just, good. they were phenomenal together. And it was just such a good chemistry. And what I say about Dan, his vocabulary is phenomenal. It's like right. he swallowed a thesaurus and you're just like Googling you words. Just, you, you get yeah. smarter listening. You, you to have him. to be because yeah. you got to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I think him and Amy have a great chemistry and it's a great way to start your day because we need to be able to get some real information. And here we are talking about national issues, but we know we're, we're in the deep blue state of Illinois and, and, and even more so Chicago. Ooh, what can we say about Chicago? I, I, I'm, we, we got to pay attention to what's happening there because as goes Chicago goes the rest of the state. And a lot of us mm-hmm. have fled Chicago and we think we're, you know, we don't have to worry about it, but you know, the aldermen voted for themselves to get raises. Isn't that yeah, great? They, you know, they usually had a raise that was uh, inflation tied to, to you know, mm-hmm. tied right. to the inflation. They just upped it by 5.5%. How? Which is nice because no one's getting 5.5. Right. We're getting like negative percent right, right People now. People are just happy so, to hold on to their job. And they're all making over $100,000. Isn't that unbelievable? What do they do? Do you think they do anything oh, for their award? It, this should be a part-time <laughs> job. When you think about it, New York has a much higher population than what we have. And they only have 25 right. aldermen or councilmen or whatever. And we somehow have 50. Yeah. And, and wouldn't it be nice? Let's close our eyes, guys, in a dream and imagine if we got to vote for our own race. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't in the world, like, this is great. And well, five of them didn't. Five right. of them yeah, backed so, off. Okay. There were some five that didn't vote for their race. And it seems right. like Ray Lopez yeah. is always in the news. I think he said no. I like him. I got I, a good he, feeling about him. I really, I'd I like really him to think, run for mayor. Yeah, I really think that he's going to, but he's still kind of like right at the he's, edge. He hasn't said anything. He seems to be intelligent. Not that I back Democrats, but... Well, you have to. <laughs> you, have, yeah, you have no choice here. Because the city is Chicago. We, yeah, because, yeah, you know, unfortunately, the Republicans in Chicago and Cook County 
are not fearless. They they don't even Dan Prof used to say something about showing up and fighting. They don't even show up anymore. We don't we we'll have uh, entire elections and slates where nobody's being challenged. There's not one Republican on the ballot. So when you live in Chicago, unfortunately, you have to pick the lesser of two evils. And remember, it's still evil, even if you pick the lesser of the two. And we need to encourage people in Chicago. I used to joke that I will store my wedding dress in my mother's house just so I could come to Chicago and be like Ron Emanuel and I'll run for office. What do I need to do to get a serious Republican on the ballot running? And right now the aldermen are, this is a time from remapping in the Chicago, mm-hmm. Alder, the same way the they, they yeah. you know, draw the, the, the gerrymander. Maps of our, oh, it's it's called horrible. the gerrymander. You, if you look at the state of Iowa, their maps look like squares and yeah. rectangles. <laughs> and you, you move over the, the camera over to Illinois and it's G's and C's and some cursive S's and just all kinds of districts that are just make no sense. But we know it does make sense to them because this is what they're trying to do to make sure Republicans don't stand any kind of chance of winning. And so the big talk, as I tell you guys, I listen to urban talk radio every day because I have a condition, I have a disease, but I want to know what they're up to. And the big talk right now is that, as we know, for the last 10 years, the black population is is seriously declining in Chicago. And what population is seriously Mm-hmm. Uh, on the on the rise. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a welcoming sanctuary city. Let so let know. me guess. Let's see. Well, who? What? What? What group of people would suddenly have the most uh, residents and the most political power? So what the black caucus and, and in the Chicago aldermen, what they're worried about is 18 black aldermen. What well, technically is 20, but two of the black aldermen are aldermen over white districts or mixed districts where there's 18 solid black districts and they're just worried about when they redraw the map if they're going to redraw it according to population then that means that blacks are going to lose some of those that's just if you're going to do it like the rules you've been following depends on how many people live there and they and now they're saying well blacks are being under undercounted and that's just not fair so they're worried about losing power Mm -hmm. to the hispanics and 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 it's just so funny as i said i've been listening to that station for over a decade and what they used to say was, well, they always say we got to vote for people that look like us. And that um, and that when they would talk about whenever the topic would come up and talk about Sanctuary City and they would call in very compassionately to the callers and say, well, we have to be nice to the people coming across our southern borders because white people were mean to us. So we have to welcome them. Now, fast forward five years when it's more of them than us, mm-hmm. as they believe. Now, all of a sudden, wait, wait, what do you mean? How right. dare you? Right. And and now they're on, they're worried about losing. And I, I happened to be listening to a show this morning and they interviewed an alder woman and she said, don't worry, I'm going to go in there and fight to make sure we keep all 18 of our seats. Why? Yeah. Why? What, what, what are the black talking about, be- talking about worried about keeping their seats. They should be worried, worried about and thinking about cleaning up the city, the city and, and the violence the, and the children and, and all shot. the bad areas and everything. Those and aldermen are making over a hundred. You, you said it was it's over like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Well, part time job, really. You it, you would think that they would clean up these areas, and I remember as a kid that oh, a lot of these places. I grew up in Uptown, right. oh, and God. Uptown, you know, was a mixed of. Uh, well, it was mixed of a little bit of everything, right. but but uh, the thing about it is, is I can go back to the same locations, and you have the rich and the poor. And you got the alderman. And the tent cities. And I don't, tent alderman city with the fencing around his house and stuff. You know? I don't know who the alderman is now, mm-hmm. but it's terrible. If I, for me as a person, if I was in charge, 
and I was an alderman of that area or whatever, let's say uptown, I guarantee you, I swear, I would have uptown nice again. See, oh, see, you running. It sounds like to me you're going to store your wedding tuxedo in somebody's house in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. and you're going to exactly. run for office. Well, That's- they better be careful with the sanctuary city because the Hispanics are leaning more right than they are left. Well, yeah. In, in, they might get, right, exactly. <laughs> they might get they'll um, start, they, They'll close the city. <laughs> right. They're like, then, then they'll close right, the borders <laughs> and say, wait a minute. That's you know, right. Right. They, they don't want well, that. Well, in my opinion, I, I just in my opinion, I, I the, the Latino or very conservative people. Yes, they are. Yep. I think so. They're family uh, just, first. That's just my they're, opinion. They're, you know? But you know religious. what also that happened this week, too? The new school CEO or superintendent of mm-hmm. Chicago Public Schools is what? I don't know. Hispanic. I, I, oh, I didn't. <laughs> wasn't paying I, yeah. attention. So I wasn't paying attention. You know attention. me. Yeah. I couldn't wait. When they, when they make an announcement like that, I can't wait to turn to my but favorite good, shows though. on their station. That's good. Let's on that station happens. to hear what they have to say because mm-hmm. people are calling in. How? Wait a minute. What do you mean? So the Hispanics are in charge of our schools now because oh. this gentleman, he's from Chicago. They got him from San Antonio. but He grew up here. Okay. And well, he migrated here and grew up here, whatever. So they're upset that suddenly they're we black people in Chicago. I say we as the community of black people, we're losing power now. The Hispanics are taking over. But then I was so surprised at this one host and we we never agree on anything. And I'm constantly texting this host during the show. Open. Opening statement was, well, why does it matter what color the superintendent is? Because she, what was said is that, look, we've had a black superintendent for how many cycles now? And how has that person, male or female, helped the black community? And it's like the reading levels are still low. That's right. The, the, the um, you know, graduation rate is embarrassing. And, and so why does it matter what people look like? Aren't we, shouldn't we be voting for people, content of character and, and what their job performance is? Right. Are they qualified to the do it? The whole person, not just like, what like the shell, what they look up, like, you, you know, how dare you? Somebody. Right. Exactly. So uh, uh, we love Chicago. As, as you said, you mentioned Tom growing up in Chicago and how beautiful it was. And certainly being downtown Chicago, no matter what was going on in the neighborhoods, downtown Chicago was a place that tourists felt safe, that you could go in the daytime. And, and daytime used to be, a, a, a sanctuary for you. If you were there during the daylight, yeah. you should be good. But now we're seeing on CWB Chicago and all these websites that are showing footage of people in the middle of the day getting beat down, getting you attacked. You wouldn't catch me and downtown at night. It's just scary. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. I wouldn't go downtown at night. Well, hey, guys, we're coming up to a, a soft break here, and I want to hit it because I want to give Darren ba- Bailey, state senator, the next governor of the state of Illinois, I want to give him time to tell us right. why you must vote for him. If you care about the state of Illinois, you will vote for Darren Bailey. Back right after this message. Stitches want to lie. Stitches want to lie. Stitches want to die. All I know is pain. All I feel is pain. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish. Maybe I'm Welcome back. I am Stephanie Trussell in for John Anthony, happily sitting in, having an opportunity to talk to you on this very beautiful Saturday with this phenomenal uh, just weather we're having. And it makes me wish I had a pool after Labor Day because sometimes it's been pretty hot, but I'm not that fortunate. I have Laura Kelly here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and we have Tom from Elwood Park. Hello. And, and later on, Mark, from, uh, Mark, our man on the street reporter, will be... Uh, giving his man on the street report, Mark always goes to so many events, especially since the COVID restrictions are being lifted. He is able to go out and 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 
go to these events, things that we can't even get to. And he's always able to he tell is us the man on the street. Yeah, what he's been to and where he's going. So we always look forward to that. So our next guest, are we ready with our guest yet, George? Oh, okay. We're going to, we, I, if you follow me on social media, there's no shame in my game. I am all team Darren Bailey. We've got <laughs> a new addition, people popping up here and there and they want to run for governor. That's great. But putting all my money, all my coins, all my efforts, and and I'm so excited today. My sign came. My mailman made me so happy today. I went on his website, Darren Bailey for Governor. I ordered two different signs, back the blue, Darren Bailey, and then another one, Fire Pritzker, because I don't like those signs that read, Laura. Uh, Pritzker sucks. I just don't like oh, that word I of don't a mom. Either. You don't have to mom, get coarse about don't, it. We don't let our kids, you know, use that word, you know, yeah. so... It's yeah. it's like ooh, so I prefer I fire Pritzker. That's just a little bit. Yeah. When I'm driving by, I just prefer that more than absolutely exactly. So I I just feel like it, it, you need to do research and I and you need to make sure that the people that you're picking someone that aligns with your values, obviously, but someone that has a plan and just that's oh I want to run for governor standing oh, for you in 2022. Exactly. <laughs> we and and that's what the history of Darren Bailey has showed us that. He, he was a state rep, and then now he's a state senator. And there was just time after time when he was the only one speaking up, especially when the, the mandates happened and everything was shut down. He was the one screaming, you can't do that to, to, to J.B. Pritzker. And, and I don't know if there are other people, but he's the one that got the most attention. And I'm just so happy that he has stepped up and decided that he wants to run for governor. I, I, I believe that we need to get behind people like him. And the fact, again, third year, third generation farmer, he can't just pack up his farm and move to Indiana or he can't pack up his farm and just move to, to Iowa where so many people are just fleeing. Well, I'm happy that we have on the line Senator Darren Bailey, the next governor of the great state of Illinois that we love. Uh, uh, Darren, you are on the air with Laura Kelly and, and, Hi, and me, Stephanie Trussell. Hey, God bless you guys. What an honor. It's a good day to be on the air with you. Thank you so much. Well, we know you're busy. And if you follow Darren Bailey for governor on social media, you guys are everywhere all the time, never taking a deep breath. You're hitting every from border to border, coast to coast of the state of Illinois. And I'm so happy to follow you guys. Coast to coast. It's it's just (laughs) great. I just love it because this is a very long state and you don't realize how long it is until you try to drive out of it on the southern end. You're like, I'm still in Illinois. So I'm so happy that you took the time to call us. Tell us some again, as I said to David Smith, our first guest, we need to hear some good news here, Darren, because living in Illinois is brutal sometimes between the fact that we have Presidential Joe telling us what to do on the federal level. And we unfortunately have J.B. Pritzker abusing his power, the power that he doesn't even have. It's hard to get excited, but we, I know you're going to give us some good news and you're out there pressing the flesh and you're meeting people like minded people that want to encourage you to do what you got to do to save us. Well, that we are, and the good news is that the change is coming, and, and I'm telling you, it's coming. Cindy and I, everywhere we go, the, you can just follow us on Facebook or on our webpage, baileyforillinois.com, and you see the movement. You see the real grassroots movement. People are fed up. People are getting engaged, and I think that, you know, that's something, Stephanie, that I've learned myself. I've, I, began, I, I appreciate and I am learning uh, the role of the American citizen to be involved in the process, and and uh, we've got to show up. We've got to get out. We've got to educate ourselves. We've got to talk to our friends. We've got to get our hands, you know, we've got to roll up our sleeves and, and go to work and, and, and get mired in the dirt of politics. And otherwise, this, uh, you know, here in Illinois, is just allowing money uh, to buy someone. You, you make a lot of money, so all of a sudden you're qualified to be governor. It is destroying us, and, and we can't have that anymore. So, so uh, you know, there's a lot of wonderful groups stepping up to the plate to uh, – 
to, to nip voter fraud in the bud and, and um, you know, and, and just to turn people out. I mean, that alone is a, is a problem in Illinois. The simple fact that uh, almost in any county, 30 percent of the eligible voters aren't registered or don't show up to vote. Uh, that's not our, what our founding fathers had in mind. And when you really boil it down, that is what is destroying, uh, you know, this, the, our union. So, uh, so yeah, giving the people hope. And, that's, and as you mentioned uh, before you introduced me, uh, you know, showing up, uh, showing people how it's done, sticking my neck out on the line, filing a lawsuit, challenging, challenging even my own establishment, challenging the system, uh, you know, getting kicked out of session for standing up for the mask mandate, simply showing people, listen, we are free Americans. And if we're going to take our state back, uh, we've got to stand up for our rights. And this nonsense that is being uh, uh, spread across the airways and spewed from our governor's mouth is exactly what it is. It's nonsense. He does not have the authority, the, the ability, the enforcement mechanisms that he says he does. And we simply need to stand up against that. So, uh, and, and, you know, when we're up there uh, in, in your area and that right downtown in the Chicago areas and the south side, the west side churches, and when we're listening to the people, <laughs> you know, they're telling us that the people are scared. People are concerned. It's, it's time to go to war uh, with, the, with the political elite. And I'm telling you what, a real message for you in downtown Chicago. Um, it's time to uh, it's time to go to war with the uh, you know with the, with these gangs and this violence and this oh, nonsense oh, sure. to stand up for our police officers and, uh, and 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 restore not only just integrity but good grief the the law and order of um, for Illinois. So you know, I, being that we're right near Wisconsin and we're right near Michigan, and I would enjoy events in, in Michigan and, and, and events in Wisconsin, and I kept hearing how crazy their governors are and how, you know, just out of control. But the difference is why you could go to Michigan and eat at a restaurant last year and why you could hold an event in Wisconsin is because the Republican legislators stood up and said no. And that's what's lacking here, that everybody's going along with it and pretending like they can't do anything about it. And that's what's... I think that's what's firing up the regular average person that probably maybe didn't pay attention or maybe they paid attention. But now they realize it's more than just being a keyboard warrior. They need to get out there and actually try to fight for the great state of, of Illinois. And now that we are a green state, right, Darren? Isn't this great? This Green New Deal is going to save everything. And it's Oh, be- gosh. <laughs> Tell us it's about that. Disgusting. And the, right. Well, the, the, so the Democrat Party, they create problems. They create the problem. They create this, this <laughs> situation with energy and your nuclear energy up, up in the northern part of the state. Here in three to four years, if we don't elect a Republican governor, if we don't elect me because I've watched the process, we're going, the, their heads of these pe- poor people are going to be on the chopping block again. The, uh, the Democrat Party wants one thing. They want total green energy, which is completely uh, unreliable. Uh, we, we witness that in California and in Texas, uh, you know, down in my in the southern part of the state. I have two counties. They want to run an electric line across. They want to impose eminent domain where they just come in and take your property and put these massive power structures up. It's for the sole purpose of connecting uh, uh, Missouri with Indiana so they can pipe their their coal generated energy over out to the East Coast. And oh, by the way, I was told when I debated it on the House floor, it's a good or on the Senate floor. It's a good thing because one of these days, if we need to tap into that energy, we'll have access to it. <laughs> a friend in Illinois, wake up because that day is, is going to be just as soon as we start shutting down, you know, our power facilities. We are already dependent. We, we import 
15% of our energy into the state right now. And you're going to see, we start shutting things down. You're going to see the first thing you're going to witness is the energy prices, utility bills going up. They're going to go up, you know, eventually up to well, probably 30%, if not double. Obama said it necessarily will have to go up. Remember when they first rolled all this stuff up? <laughs> yes. And we were all just supposed Gosh. to sit there and take it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, this is wrong on so many accounts and the jobs. I mean, just everything is this is it's absolute pie in the sky nonsense. We're talking to State Senator Darren Bailey, wants to be the next governor of the great state of Illinois. As I mentioned, they're constantly busy. You should go to their Facebook page, go to their website and look at the events. And there's always an event. Maybe you have to drive an hour. Sometimes they're, they're getting closer and closer. And he's, again, trying to cover every part of the state. But your big event is Sunday, September 26th, down at your farm. Long before I've heard people talk about this event that have been attending, tell people about this event and why they should come. Well, it's pretty awesome. First and foremost, it's in our backyard. It gives you an opportunity and a glimpse to see uh, uh, who Cindy and I are, what we stand for. Uh, heaven forbid it rains, our rain day to be oh, in no, our machine shed and our shop. That, right. We, we, right. That, that's right. That, mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be a good day, and it has been for the last – this will be the fourth uh, – annual event it keeps getting larger every year with bluegrass barbecue i mean this is who we are you come and you'll 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 be in our backyard and, and you'll be supporting the uh, you know a wonderful cause so and it's, it's it's exciting last year we had many people uh, drive down drive and fly down from chicago so yeah, oh, look forward to awesome. seeing you well thank you uh, darren bailey the next senator of the great state of illinois please donate five dollars a month whatever you can this we need people like darren and we need to send some representatives down there to him once he wins. So Darren Bailey for governor. Uh, follow his page. Thank you very much. Thanks for fighting. Back right after this. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Once again, it's John Anthony. No, once again, it's Stephanie Trussell. Happily sitting in, filling in for John Anthony. And um, I just got, I just realized that we had Charles Love, who hosts the show on 560 every Sunday at 11. He will not only be at the Freedom Summit on November 6th, then you go to freedomsummit.com, freedomsummitchicago.com, or go to Eventbrite and subscribe to all their events, and you'll get a pop-up whenever the tickets go on sale. He will be hosting a breakout session, so you can get a book ahead of schedule, and then you can go to one of his uh, his breakout sessions. So uh, there will be great Food and people and sessions is the reason. It, again, just you cannot miss this. Where else are you going to get this many like-minded people together in one room? Well, at this time of any show I've ever hosted, I would love to invite Mark in because when I lived in Arizona and I was doing my show from there, I couldn't go to, obviously, I couldn't go to all the Chicago events. So Mark would call in and give me the report and he became my man on the street reporter. So Mark... Wire Miller's Man on the Street reporter is in studio right. to tell us what is going on and what's happening, Mark. All right. Well, there's a lot going on. First of all, today is the National Day of Remembrance of Aborted Children. You're not hearing much about it, but it's uh, there's abortions going on. It's being over because of COVID and stuff. A lot of the pro-life movement is we're, we're not hearing about. But today is the National Day to remember aborted children, unborn children. So just take a moment and think about that. Try to look up something online. And uh, it's something it's 40 and next week it's 40 days of prayer starts and just go on the 40, 40 days for life. Go to the website, 
click on just one hour, you can go and pray in front of an abortion clinic. I picked the one closest to me. You don't have to shut down every abortion clinic, but be praying for the one closest to you to shut down. So go ahead, Mark. So today I was over at a softball tournament in uh, Chicago at Hamlin Park, and uh, it was all Chicago policemen to honor uh, Commander Paul Bauer, who was killed in the line of duty in uh, 2018, and also to honor uh, Ella French, who was killed a few months ago, another Chicago police officer. So this is something in Chicago. uh, We have two police officers who were basically gunned down by convicted felons, and uh, we need to talk about law and order in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot is is just, it's been a disaster for us. People are, are scared to come to Chicago. So today, it was, it was a great moment out at Hamlin Park. They had the bagpipes playing. They had the mounted police there. Uh, a lady sang the national anthem, a Chicago police officer. And it was very moving. So I just, I got, I got the T-shirt. I don't know if you can see it, Commander Paul Bauer. He actually, uh, I, I had met him a number of times. He was uh, four years behind me at St. Ignatius. He was a police commander of the 18th District. And he was shot uh, to death at the state of Illinois building, probably maybe the safest place in America. And that just shouldn't happen. So, but give some thought out to that. Let me tell you a couple other things I went to this week. The Freedom Initiative, uh, which is a new group starting up. Uh, Mark Vargas spoke there. John Anthony. Uh, this uh, Dr. Jenny Mercier talked a lot about medical privacy. I'm not going to tell you if I got the vaccine or not. It's a private thing. So that's my position. I'm just not going to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want you asking. I, I don't it, want it to. It used to be at one time your medical records were, were private and yeah. you wouldn't tell anybody. And well, now I hate when I go to the doctors for something else, just a checkup, and they ask me, have I been vaccinated right there? In the you know waiting room, that's yeah. that's nobody's business. That I, what what excuse me? And and if I'm going to the doc, don't you guys know? Because they know everything about us, you know. So why are you asking me? Just look it up, you know. Yeah, well, I don't want to know, and I, I wish you good luck and good health. But I I don't want to know anything about your health care. I don't want people to know about my health care. Last night at Wrigley Field, the Grateful Dead, the Dead uh, concert was there, and they actually had people in blue outfits giving out wristbands, and you could only go in if you had a wristband, either a negative test or a vax card. And going was, where? To the game? In, into the concert. The Grateful oh, concert. Dead concert oh. was at Wrigley. You couldn't go at all unless you've been vaccinated? Or you had a outside. test. And they had two oh, testing centers set up. What was disturbing for me is they had people in blue suits, blue vests, that were checking a company, outsourced security company, uh, checking, and they would give you a wristband once you've you've given Showed the proof. vax card? Yeah, vax card or a test. And they had two testing centers right there. It's like the brown shirt. But wait, so yeah, these, are exactly. instant, these are instant tests that will just tell you if you have COVID or not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, are those accurate? I, I thought none it was of like the tests are accurate. Not my something. opinion. I don't know. Wow, I, I, the okay. whole thing is a mess. But these blue suits were just very disturbing, and I, I had a sick yeah, feeling. Just, uh, I wasn't just, going to the concert, but I work around Wrigley, and I, I was just shocked that they, they had something like that. This. We just we, yeah. this is what it's come to. It's yeah. just really scary. So a couple other things coming up. Uh, Kaylee McEn- McEnany is going to be a speaker September 30th at the Freedom Initiative. This is out in Arlington Heights, and she's uh, President Trump's former press secretary. She's got a new book out, and she's going to be. It's going to be that's going to sell out real quick if you get tickets for that. James O'Keefe is going to be at the Heartland Institute dinner on the 24th out at the Marriott Hotel. James O'Keefe runs uh, Project Veritas, has mm. videos. Got he's got breaking news of, of more scandals going so on. So how do you get tickets to that? That sounds uh, like Heartland Institute. Oh, Heartland, probably. okay, Heartland okay. Institute. So you got to go on fast because everybody wants. I saw him just recently interviewed by Candace Owens on Daily Wire. He is amazing and what they're doing is just you know thank goodness for for james okay ca- cover cameras mm-hmm. right yes yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. so two other things i don't know if you if you look me up mark wiremiller you'll see that i'm in a federal lawsuit right now i'm suing the cdc over the eviction moratorium i'm involved in some small businesses 
that uh, basically they're taking away our property rights. So we have a federal lawsuit against the against this. I'm not sure where it's going. There's also other various state lawsuits against Pritzker for basically taking away our property rights. So lastly, the Freedom Summit on Saturday, November 6th. You guys have been talking about the whole time. I've got there are nine speakers. <laughs> Lieutenant I, Allen West is who yeah. I forgot. We're going to make sure he's first this time. We're Go going ahead. to get him on on Colonel show Colonel. Oh, see, Colonel. look, thank you, George. We're going to get him in with John Anthony, I, I'm sure, or uh, with uh, with Mark Vargas as a guest. But uh, the other speakers are, are Ted Cruz, Ernesto Souza, Dan Proft, Amy Jacobson, Mark Vargas, Jeannie Ives is going to be a speaker. So it's interesting. I don't want to brag or anything, but I have a selfie with all nine speakers. Oh, geez. No, I, I have uh, no doubt. And Rod Bogoyevich no. is going to be there. And by the way, Rod Bogoyevich was. Uh, at the Freedom Initiative last Thursday night. If you want to see the tape of that, he did use some colorful language, which Uh-oh. I will not go into so, on the radio. So put the kids in the uh, off, uh, take, put the kids out of the car to listen. Actually, to Actually, what okay. got him in trouble in the first place? Yeah, really. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I'll, I'll try to post some of this on Stephanie Trussell's page. And uh, it's, it's it's exciting to be here. And I don't know how you have time to work a full time job, shag balls outside of Wrigley Field, and go to Final all these lawsuit. events. But sometimes I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think Mark sleeps, and he counts down the days until Halloween because he puts out this very elaborate Halloween. Um, it's kind of like Tony Perkins and Psycho kind of thing, but that's okay. <laughs> He's a good guy, but he has the time to do all this, and we should all grow up to be like you. And whatever vitamins you take, I what, just one other project I've done the last few years, I'm doing a uh, nativity scene a day on Facebook. So I take a oh, picture. Yeah. It's either a live one, or well, you a see it at Home Depot. You don't care. Yeah, just, it's, yeah. it's any one. I got crazy ones. I got uh, Charlie Brown ones. I got black ones, white ones, green ones, kids ones. And, ones. and it's just, it's a fun project, and okay. we got to get back to get Jesus back in Christmas. So you'll be following that as soon as Halloween's over. That sounds oh, great. Oh, my goodness. He did all that in one breath. Oh, bye. No, well, I'm so grateful that you had the time to actually come into the studio. It's always great to hear you live. And hey, everybody, again, follow him. There's so many great events, and there's so many great organizations that are putting out opportunities for you to come to be around like minded people because you just feel like what they're doing, it's not a feeling. What they're doing, they're separating us, they're dividing us. It's the vaxxers, it's the maskers against the people that just think you should be free. And we need to, it feels so good to be around people that are just, that think like you. And I don't mind being around people that don't think like me, as we all know. Well, I'm Stephanie Trussell. I've got Laura Kelly in the studio with me. I've got Tom from Elwood Park, and Mark just gave his great report we've got a little bit more time left we're so excited to be here back right after this back to black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer welcome back welcome listeners niu the game is over we were on facebook and that was great but it was nice to be on the radio live and you guys could go back on facebook and you could catch the podcast and 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 listen to what you missed so unfortunately northern was not victorious and we know my husband worked for northern for 12 years i have a and i most of the people in my family went to northern initially and so oh darn they'll get them next time 63 missed it by that much <laughs> yeah it's just horrible horrible and, and and you know this again i it's hard not to talk about covid you can't get away from it it's i don't care i don't want to talk politics but you have to talk politics mm-hmm. during during covid because it is very political and the whole thing is to keep us separate and to keep us at each other's throats. And and my husband is not as political. I mean, we agree politically on so many things, but he's not as in your face as I am. I mean, I can go anywhere and not talk about politics, but if you bring it up. I doubt that. I, no, I, seriously, I don't have to talk you about, that. I can talk about Sadie. I can talk about Zomata, my other <laughs> granddaughter, or just my, my crazy kids. I can talk about a lot of things. But my husband has a buddy that he has coffee with, and we were talking about people d- during the um break friends that you might have that don't agree with you 
So my husband has a buddy that's completely 180 degrees on the other side, but we've been friends since forever and we don't care. I mean, we just love them. You just death. don't talk. Politics. So my husband, one day he had on a Trump t-shirt and he, he took it off and I said, where are you going? What, what's going on? He said, I'm changing shirts. I don't like to be, you know, you know, it, In their it makes face. them uncomfortable. And, yeah. and you know, me, I put on a Trump visor and I go over there with a flag and just whatever, but that's not my husband. So my husband wore a shirt the following week that read, your feelings don't override my constitutional rights. He didn't think much about it. Wearing the T-shirt. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, it got pretty. My husband just decided to leave and just said, you know, hey, uh, OK, I don't have to take this. And, you know, because I'm very tolerant of what people have in their yard or what they might wear. I don't care. I figure if you wear, you don't mind engaging and talking about it a little bit. But it just really makes me sad that you can't even have you can't exist in the same space as the the people. They keep calling us anti-vaxxers. We're not anti-vaxxers. We say do your research, talk to your doctor and make a decision for yourself. But they are invasion of the body snatchers. (laughs) They they got converted and they were turned into pod people and they're not going to be happy until they put a pod next to your bed or they jab you in your neck and just how dare you. What do you mean? And what what did recently, you know, what did Joe say? It's not about, he's sick of us. He's, he's losing patience oh, no, with yeah, his people. His patience is wearing thin, thin with us. And, and, and yelling at us. Yeah, I mean, it was like, well, I'm not your kid. It's, it's unbelievable like that, that that people, they keep talking about, okay, the, if the vaccine's working, it's technically not a vaccine, guys. We know that, right? It's well, we're like gonna have the have flu shot. Because flu shots are called flu shots. They're not called flu vaccines. And when you get vaccinated from polio, and measles, you don't have breakthroughs. You don't have breakthrough cases. You know, no. None of my kids ever got those diseases. So this is not technically a vaccine. And Dan Prophet read something. He didn't say where he got it. He could have made it up. But he read it really quickly <laughs> yesterday. He's brilliant. He said in February, the timeline of, of, of vaccines, he said in February, they told us vaccine gives you immunity. By May, they told us vaccines will keep you out of the hospital. By July, they said vaccines will keep you from dying. By August, vaccines will allow you the privilege to get back to normal life. Nice. And by September, is, is vaccines are mandated. Just get the shot, you racist. And I just well, thought that was we're funny. We're supposed to protect the unvaccinated. Right. But, but, but if they're protected, why do they care what, what I'm doing? Because you're protected. You, exactly. You're all guarded. You've got everything you needed and you complied. Right. So why do you care? And none, and at the same time, we got millions of people going across the border, and they're they not don't asking care about them. them to That's right. So yeah. what is that? If you really cared about why, keeping us why safe, why are they not wearing masks at all their galas? None of right. them wear a mask. Right. And Obama's birthday, you know, right? Okay. That's okay. He shaved it down from five hundred right. to four ninety eight. Right. You know, that was his way of scaling back. And I wondered, was Hillary there? So none know. of them really believe it. Then they no, they it's for thee and not for me, and that's what it is. The same way with AOC and and and, yes. and how. Has anybody done the research? How can a, 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 a um, rep, member of our representative, a House of Representatives, how can she yes. afford a 30000 plus So She said somebody ticket? donated it to well, her. Then, again, oh, that's a gift. That's, it, that's against the gift. It should be re- recorded then. What gifts you get as a donation or whatever. How dare you? And just to be there again, like you said, Laura, maskless, just yes. parading in a dress. And just and all of the with, all the servers were masked off. Right. But, so what is that? That's like two so, different classes of people. It, it's, it's really so bizarre. regal and just, yeah. it's just like... It's this, not American. This it's is what we fled. That's why we established America, the freedoms. And we, we didn't want a king. We didn't right. want people to. We wanted our freedoms to be first. And now right. they tell us who cares about your freedoms. 
It's well, look the at what they're doing in Nicki Minaj. Oh. Not, not that I care about who we, Nicki Minaj. Who would have thought, Laura, if a couple months ago, <laughs> if somebody said out. to you, one day you're going to be pro-Nicki Minaj, you'd look at them and say, <laughs> no. you got to be crazy. And Kanye West, and, too. But. Who knew? Well, we've got another segment. We're going to try, try to make sure we hit some marks. Not that we've been doing this all along, but uh-huh. I'm so happy that George has been very patient with us. 312-642-5600. Back right after this. Give us a call. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. Welcome live listeners. The NIU game is over. So happy that you tuned in. Go back and watch the podcast. Go back and watch the Facebook live. You guys don't know how hard it is. It's like wrangling cats in here. Tom, you get a gold star. You've been a very good student. You've sat here and you've compiled. Laura Laura and Mark together. It's just like I have to wave my arm to say we are on the radio. So could you guys, you know, it's just so great. Well, I got to tell you guys, we were sitting around yesterday. Giving, giving the schedule because my, my son and his wife are, are busy today. And so they said, who's going to watch Sadie? And I said, well, hey, guys, you know, I'm going to be on the radio from one to three. And without missing a beat, as she was chewing her Papa John's pizza, she said, but you were fired. I'm like, ooh, ouch, oh. ouch. From the mouths of babes. And I'm like, so, so I don't know if Sadie had a chance to listen to it today, if there's anybody who had ever watched me on Facebook Live. But she is, she certainly, she and Reagan, my 16-year-old, sober me all the time. They bring me back down to reality. Well, we have a call. Yay. One of my favorite young conservatives fired up. And anybody who's a conservative that lives in Chicago, God bless you. It's P. Ray. Welcome to Black and Right, P. Ray. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, Mark That's told me you guys hung out together the other night with Blago, you know, the elite of the who's who and the what's what. Must be nice. You know, I'm the people's princess, so you know, <laughs> I get around how I need to. Oh, you you got it. So what's, what's shaking? What's going on? I'm calling because, um, as you know, I host my conservative show on Black Conservative Radio here in Chicago. And the message that I'm pushing on my show is to put the Italian beef down and start exercising. Now, don't you go messing with my Italian beef now. We're going to fight. No, I'm teasing. Go ahead. Uh (laughs) No, no, because 78% of the people Mm -hmm. who pass away of the virus have been obese, according to the CDC. They don't tell you that. Pushing, right, and they're not going to push that because then they'll say you're fat shaming and being fat phobic and all that craziness. But it's shameful to be obese, but neither here nor there. Um, you who are, um, they're saying, P-Ray, you're wrong. And I'm like, no, you all are the city, the state, the county, the country, these organizations, schools, churches, whomever. Everybody's pushing the vaccine, but the vaccine does not work if you are obese because it gets caught in your visceral fat. So rather than pushing the vaccine, we have to tell people, hey, during commercial breaks, I need you to do 25 uh, burpees or, (laughs) you know, everybody here. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Or every time watch MSNBC and every time they say the word racist, do five. (laughs) Do a push up. Don't even give them any ideas. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no, I'm serious. You have to like do like a nationwide presidential fitness. Movement. You know what? I listen to the station. Well, P. Ray, I listen to the station where your show is, and I've been hearing your promos, and you're very positive. You said get out in the sun, do some exercise, get sweaty, put that pop down and get some water, because it is all about being healthy, and those are the people that are mostly compromised by these things, the people that, that their health is already compromised. And right. as you said, one of my, my, my socialist sons sent me a link of all police officers are dying. And the first person that they cl- I clicked on that was featured, he was a police officer, but he was obviously obese. And I'm thinking, why don't we talk about this? It is about being healthy and making uh, healthy choices for yourself. And they shouldn't be mandating or telling you you have to get something. You need to talk to your doctor because if Laura Kelly gets the vaccine after she was told by her employer or someone, who does she... 
get to sue or her children get to sue if she yeah. succumbs to this thing. They don't provide an well, avenue well, for that. It's, it's deeper than that because right now there are 10 variants floating in the world. Oh, wow. And the vaccines are proving to be ineffective towards the, or to the variant. They're okay. resistant to the, I mean, to the, I'm sorry, the variant is resistant to the vaccine. So therefore, we have to come up with a different tactic to battle the disease. And the only way that left now is the natural way. So everybody drinks water. And we don't know how many variants are coming in. Right. So very good. P. Ray, thank you. It's always good to hear your voice. And the last few seconds to let these guys wrap up. And thank you for calling in. It's always good to hear you. And I'm always promoting her stuff on my page, Stephanie Trussell. I'll check you out, P. Ray. Thank you. Yeah. So, hey, guys, thank you for coming in, making this easy for me. And Tom brought donuts. And so he won everybody over. You can't go wrong. (laughs) He's the Chicago guys. He knows you come in and you grease some palms and you bring something. That's right. That's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Donuts aren't illegal yet. We can still buy cigarettes, which cause cancer. But, you know, God forbid you don't want to get the vaccine. John Anthony, thank you very much. Anytime I'm available, it's a pleasure to come in. And, George, thank you for all the button pressing and everything you had to do. Thanks, George. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.